And that's good news this morning that we are no longer slaves when we become a child of God. You're listening to the Community Prayer Time Network, your listener-supported online Christian radio. Here's Cody Carnes, Run to the Father. I wonder, would you run to him today? Let's run to him in prayer. Father, we lift up our hands to heaven right now. Lord, we lift up our praise. 
We turn to you today in Jesus' name. I've carried a burden for too long on my own. I wasn't created to bear it alone. I hear your invitation to let it all go. 
Well, that's Cody Carnes here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Run to the Father. And our desire today is to run to the Father with every need that we have in our lives because He is truly the only one that can meet those needs. About four minutes past the hour right now here, and we're excited about the wonderful programming that we have planned out for you today. We're excited about you joining with us on the other side of the speaker. Why don't you go ahead and let us know that you're joining with us today. We've got our 24-hour text line pulled up and the number 870-205-0600. Our good news on this Monday morning comes from God's Word, Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost part of the earth. That's our good news on this Monday morning from Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. A quick look at your weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas Delta. Expecting about a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly after the mid-morning hours. Partly sunny today with a high near of 87 degrees. Looks like we're going to have some cooler temperatures today. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low around 71 degrees. Here's the Gaither Vocal Band, a song titled, I'm Free. Search for life's meaning Enslaved by this world Too long ago. 
Amen, amen, amen. Aren't you glad we can be free? We can be free indeed. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. What a great song on this Monday morning. Starting off this Monday morning with a great, great message this morning that we can walk free, that we can be free in Jesus. Well, we're going to hear about Marcel Ledbetter being in some trouble here on our Fresh Start with a Merry Heart. Our prayer time in about six minutes from now. Go ahead and text us. Let me say good morning to Brian. Brian's using our 24-hour text line to say good morning to everybody listening to the Community Prayer Time Network. Here's Jerry Clower telling us about Marcel Ledbetter. After we got through playing Clemson that year, I rushed over to the chemistry laboratory at Mississippi State University to see if I had passed chemistry. And I had not. (laughs) I had flunked it. And they had a cat up there teaching that chemistry. What wrote on the blackboard with his right hand and talked out of the side of his mouth and erased it with his left hand all at the same time. (laughs) And I flunked that chemistry before quick. And it made me stay up there that summer and take chemistry again where I'd be eligible for football the following fall. And while I was up there that summer, I was working out one day, and the constable from Amit County, Mississippi, my mama had got the law to come after me. I heard him topping the hill. I looked up the hill from the football field, and that is that old green car what the constable drove around in the 4th District with and had that syringe wide open. <laughs> Scared me, and I run up to him. I said, Constable, what's wrong? said, your dearest and best friend's in bad trouble. Your mama has sent me after you. I said, what'd Marcel Ledbetter do? <laughs> said, Jerry, he tore up a beer joint. Not that it made any difference what my friend had done. You know, when I was a young and growing up, if a friend's foot slipped, you run and put your arm around him and said, Look here, there's enough of you left to salvage, and I come to help you. Nowadays, if a friend's foot slipped, a lot of us want to know, What did he do? I ain't going to help him. I called a brother deacon the other day. I said, Let's go help a friend of ours. He's in trouble. I want to know what the sorry devil done before I help him. I said, Well, let's gather us up a bunch of rocks and go stoning. Yeah. But I got in the car with the constable. We went back to Route 4, Liberty, Mississippi. I went over to Marcel's house. He's sitting on the front porch, and he's done tore up a beer joint. You know, I told you earlier on some of my other albums, they gave Marcel that beer joint. He run around behind the counter. Wasn't nobody in there but him. Laid that lightweight McCulloch down on that counter and idled it down. Went to opening up them soda waters, popping them tops off of them. Every now and then he'd step on a piece of ice barefooted and you could hear him pop. You could hear him drinking them sodas. It running all out the corner of his mouth. About that time, Marcel saw the owner of the beer joint sneaking up to the window. And the fella peeked through the window to peep in there to see what Marcel was doing. And Marcel reached over and just caught a hold to that lightweight McCulloch and said, 
and the man gave him the beer joint again. <laughs> All right, that's Jerry Clower this morning telling about Marcel being in trouble. That's our fresh start with our merry heart here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Our daily devotional coming up next, and this morning we are beginning a journey through the book of Acts. In just a little while, around 7.40 this morning, we'll have our daily Bible reading, and we get to enjoy the daily Bible reading as we go one chapter a day through God's Word, and we just walk through it verse by verse together. And uh, what we're going to begin doing here on the Community Prayer Time Network is the book of Acts, and our daily devotionals will also come from the book of Acts, as well as our good news. So today's good news comes from Acts 1, verse 8, and our daily devotional reading is from Acts 1, verse 21 through 26. So then the men who are with us during all the time of our Lord went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day on which he was taken up from us. Of these, we must choose one to be a witness of the resurrection along with us. And so they selected two, Joseph, who was called Barab, uh, Barsabbas, and Matthias. And so here we have these two men. They're selected to replace Judas. You remember Judas Iscariot. He betrayed Jesus and handed him over to the Roman soldiers. And here we have uh, these men being selected to replace Judas Iscariot. And uh, we have to understand what were the qualifications of an apostle. Well, first, it is to tell us that the function of an apostle was to be a witness of the resurrection. The real mark of a Christian is not to know, uh, is not that he knows about Jesus, but that he knows Jesus. And secondly, it tells us that the qualification of an apostle was that he had accompanied with Jesus. He spent time with Jesus. The real Christian is the man who lives day by day with Jesus. It was said of John Brown of Haddington, the great preacher, that often when he preached, he paused as if he was listening for a voice. Jerome K. Jerome tells of an old cobbler who, on the coldest day, left the door of his shop open. And on being asked why, he replied, so that Jesus can come by if he is passing by. We often speak about what would happen if Jesus were here and how differently we would live if, we were, if he were in our homes and at our workplaces. But the fact is that Jesus is here. And the real Christian is the man who lives all of his life with and for Christ. Well, that's true this morning, folks. The real Christian is one who has witnessed personally Jesus' salvation, the resurrection of Jesus, and it takes place in your heart when you trust in faith on his resurrection to save you. And the second reality of the characteristic of a Christian is one who companies or one who fellowships daily with Jesus. What a wonderful privilege we have on this Monday morning to know that we can be a true witness of the resurrection and that we can be accompanying our resurrected Savior day by day. That's good news on this Monday morning. Here's our segment, Pause to Pray, right after this, our prayer time coming up 
870-205-0600. Go ahead and text us this morning. Let us know how we can join with you in prayer. This is Pause to Pray, a chance to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today we pray for Troy Miller, Acting Commissioner for United States Customs and Border Protection at the Department of Homeland Security. He works to advance the agency's missions of counterterrorism, border security, and economic prosperity. Psalm 4-8 reminds us of God's blessings of safety and security. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Right now with this in mind, let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask for guidance for Troy Miller at the Department of Homeland Security as he works to keep our nation safe, secure, and prosperous. In the name of Jesus, we say amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team, a nonprofit, nonpartisan ministry dedicated to encouraging prayer for our nation's leaders. To learn more, go to pausetopray.org. daily prayer time here on the community prayer time network we call it the community prayer time and the phone number that you can text 870-205-0600 we got folks standing by right now to pray with you again the number 870-205-0600 lord we pray right now that you bless this prayer time on this monday morning thank you lord for getting us through the weekend Thank you all that you did for us, kept us safe, protected us, preserved us, gave us opportunities to live for you. Oh, what a privilege we have, folks. What a privilege. And now, Lord, as we begin this Monday, we want to start out the day right with prayer, daily Bible reading, and a fresh start with a merry heart, words of encouragement, songs with a message. Oh, Lord, that you'd help us today. Help us on this Monday morning. Lord, we need you. Lord, we need you today. In Jesus' name. Well, we pray for our local churches and pastors. Hope you had a great weekend. Oh, did you get to go to church? Tell us what your pastor preached on over the weekend. 870-205-0600. We'd love to know what your preacher preach on this weekend maybe you got to listen to somebody on facebook social media a lot of folks are doing that we're getting ours back up and going hopefully this sunday and uh you know we just want to make sure we're honoring the lord everything that we do and you text us this morning 870-205-0600 let us know let us know pray for christian law association this morning and Oh, we're praying for a church, a church in Indiana, and this church is wanting to start a second Christian school. 
Oh, that's good news, folks. Oh, that's good news. All right. Okay, well, we just got a, uh, let's see here, just got a pre-request. And uh, it's about celebrating for one year. Now, I'm not going to give the name yet. Hey, text me. Let me know. Do we have permission to share the name? And uh, if not, that's okay. But if we want to share that name, that'd be fine. You let me know. You know what I'm talking about this morning, 870-205-0600. We want to rejoice this morning with somebody that's celebrating a wonderful, wonderful day. Oh, it's good news. It's good news. Even if I can't share the name, it's good news. I'm going to tell you just a minute. But let's pray for this church in Indiana. Lord, we pray right now. Oh, Lord, that you'd help this church in Indiana. Lord, they want to begin a second Christian school, and we know that that takes resources, money and personnel, curriculum, students, parents who will support. Oh, Lord, you... You intervene in this situation. We pray today, help this church in Indiana, all the students that will go through this Christian school. In Jesus' name. All right, just got a response. Yes, oh, I'm proud of what God's doing. <laughs> this is good news. Oh, we've been praying for Brian over at Pop Pop's Bait and Tackle right off of Highway 49 in Poplar Grove, Arkansas. And uh, you know what? Brian is rejoicing this morning in God's amazing power. Today marks one year being alcohol-free. He says, I couldn't have made it without Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, we've been praying for some folks here on the Community Prayer Time Network that they're struggling with addiction, drugs, and alcohol. Some struggle with pornography. Some struggle with anger and all kind of addictions, Lord. Work. But Lord, we're rejoicing this morning with our brother in Jesus. That today marks one year being alcohol free. Lord, we rejoice with Brian. We rejoice with his family. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Folks, that's what this is about. It's about seeing lives changed. It's about seeing lives changed. Lord, thank you so much. Bless in Jesus' name. Continue to rebuke evil and the evil one. Help Brian to continue to submit himself, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil that he might flee. Thank you for victory. Victory in Jesus. We'll continue to pray for character education now. Pray for Brother Paul and pray for their staff. Pray for all the work that they're doing in the public schools there in Taylor County, Florida. We're supposed to be meeting with the superintendent and administration. And I tell you what, I don't know how we're going to be able to work it out. My phone... We've not had any Friday featured guests because I don't have any way to interview our featured guests. And uh, my phone is messed up. I'm not able to do those. But we got to think of some way to have Brother Paul now and join with us. I don't know how we're going to make it happen. But uh, maybe I can go borrow Katie's phone 
And let me tell you what they're meeting about right now. We, they're meeting with the superintendent of schools and the school board and the administration. And they're asking the question, we've been out of the schools for COVID-19 now for 2020 and 21 school year. And they want to know, how can we get back into the local public schools? We want to minister. And I don't know what that's going to look like this upcoming school year. But I can tell you this, when they're not there, it makes a difference. I remember when I was involved in that ministry, God was using it so mightily. And he still is. And the same results that I saw at the time that I was there, they've seen through present day. And that was a decline of referrals and disciplinary actions. Uh, whenever character education now was being taught, the, attendant, uh, the attendance records went up and the discipline issues went down. Now that's good stuff, folks. That's God. That's God. We want to pray for them today. We've got a prayer request asking us to pray for a godson that's battling with a drug addiction. Oh, Lord, we pray right now. Pray for this Godson. We pray for this situation. Lord, you can bring healing in this situation, and it begins with your salvation. Lord, he can't do it alone. Lord, this person that's asking for prayer today, they're concerned. They're concerned about this one who's struggling. And Lord, they're involved with this person trying to help him. Lord, I pray for this person. I pray for the baby that's involved in this family situation. Lord, we pray right now that you'd help him in Jesus' name. We'll pray for my brother. We told you on Friday. Oh, we were so excited. Friday, Trinity had her baby appointment. They went to the doctor. They were supposed to induce her on Friday. Her due date was yesterday. And they went ahead and postponed it. They said, oh, we're not ready yet. The baby's close. We're not ready to induce. So they've postponed it, and they're just going to wait for it to come naturally. So you pray for Trinity. Pray for my brother Cameron. And the baby's name, his name is Wilder. W-I-L-D-E-R. I think that's how you spell it. You pray for Wilder this morning. Lord, we pray that you'd help them. Pray for this baby as I prayed yesterday. Listen, this is a prayer. You may want to write this down. Luke shares this with us about Jesus. Here's the prayer. Lord, I pray right now that you'd help Wilder to grow in stature. Help him to be a healthy baby. Help him to physically grow healthy. Lord, in every aspect of that, we ask for that, but we pray for your perfect will to be done. And then we pray for him to grow in knowledge and in wisdom. We pray for discernment. Lord, we pray for knowledge and wisdom. Help him to know how to apply that knowledge day by day. Not the wisdom of the world, but the wisdom of God. And then we pray that he would have favor with God and favor with man. So, Lord, we ask that today, that your hand would be upon him, that you draw him early to yourself, that he might know you and serve you with his whole heart all of his life. Be effective in his witness for Jesus. 
have a desire both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Lord, we pray for favor of God. And then we pray that there would be favor with man just as Nehemiah. Nehemiah found favor with man, didn't he? When he went before the king, the king not only gave him permission to go back to Jerusalem and restore the walls, but the king financed all the resources, all the material, everything that was needed and paid Nehemiah to go. That's favor with man, folks. That's favor with man. So, Lord, we pray for that today. Help them in Jesus' name. The number 870-205-0600. You got a prayer request this morning. You text us again, 870-205-0600. I was stopping by our prayer box locations on Wednesday and Thursday last week and got a prayer request for a family that lost a young baby. Lord, we pray for this family that's hurting today. Lord, I, I thank God that I've never walked through that part of the journey of life. But Lord, I know that for those who have, you've promised to be there with them every step of the way. Lord, we pray for this family that your grace would be recognized and experienced through this difficult season. Lord, that you would use this time to draw them close to Jesus. That they would know with the Apostle Peter who wrote, cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Help them today in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for those families that are dealing with the loss of loved ones and close friends and relatives. That condominium collapsed there in Surfside, Florida. And you continue to pray as they recover bodies from the wreckage there and from all the tragedy that took place that day. Lord, we pray for these families. We pray for the Christian community to be effective and their influence for these different ones that are grieving and mourning the loss of loved ones. Help them in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for President Joe Biden today. Pray for Vice President Harris. Pray God to continue to help them, strengthen them, give them wisdom today direct their paths pray for our first responders and military continue to pray for the ones that we pray for on a daily basis we continue to pray for brent and jasper these young men that are serving in the marines lord we pray for them today we pray for sam who's serving in the army max serving in the air force and joey who is a paramedic lord help these young men we pray continue to pray for the needs of salvation for different ones we continue to rejoice in Mr. Jackie trusting Jesus with his life. We continue to pray for his cancer, pray for his health, pray for his quality of life. Lord, help him and his family today, we pray in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for Sean. Oh, Lord, we ask you to continue to bring healing. Help him and grant his six-year-old son 
Pray for the other Sean. I was talking to Brian. We were talking about Sean the other day. And where Sean had a lot of health difficulties that he had to go through. And Brian said, yeah, I seen him on Facebook. I think it was a video of him jumping up and down, doing exercises. Lord, thank you for that. That's good news, folks. That's good news. Well, we rejoice today. One of our ladies here at the church, Miss Peggy Faulkner. Uh, we prayed for her last week. I couldn't share her name with you at the time. I didn't have permission to do that. But Miss Peggy had a blood clot. She was dizzy and she had taken a fall. And she went to the doctor. Greg and her went together. And they were concerned about a blockage that she had in her neck. Well, they've run tests, and they come to find out it's a 65% blockage. So they're going to give her some medicine. They're going to follow up with her, and they believe that this is something that they can take care of. Thank you, Lord. Oh, she was concerned. But we want to say thank you that you've taken care of her. You've taken care of her worries and her anxiety. Brian, how's your mama doing? As your mom, Brian, 870-205-0600. Oh, aren't you glad we can rejoice today, sharing one another's burdens. We're going to go to a commercial break, and then we're going to come back with our trivia. Oh, we got a good trivia question for you this morning. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned. Here's Love Worth Finding, Treasures from the Word, Dr. Adrian Rogers. From Love Worth Finding, here's Adrian Rogers with a treasure from the Word. Jesus said in John 14, when the Comforter has come, He will abide with you forever. He dwells in me. He lives in me. He is the abiding possession of every child of God. Some people erroneously have the idea that you get saved, and after you get saved, later on subsequently, you may uh, receive the Holy Spirit. Put it down big. Put it down straight. If the Holy Spirit is not in you, you are not even saved. There's no such thing as getting saved and later receiving the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. And then Paul says, If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. You don't belong to him. If you don't have the Holy Spirit of God, how do you call yourself a Christian? Because Christ is not in you. How is Christ going to come into you except by the Holy Spirit? Do you think Jesus and His body is literally going to come into you? I mean, that His physical body is in you? No. The only way that Jesus can be in you is through the Holy Spirit. And if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If Jesus is not in you, you're not saved. The only way that Jesus can be in you is by the Holy Spirit. For more about Love Worth Finding and Adrian Rogers, visit our website at lwf.org. LNW Gulf Breeze Real Estate and Title Company right there in Perry, Florida is a supporter of the Community Prayer Time Network. And we want to say thank you for their support. They're located at 117 West Main Street and their website, gulfbreezerealestate.net. They're prepared to meet all of your residential and commercial real estate needs and title services. They also handle long-term, short-term, and vacation rentals and property management. So make sure you contact them today for all of your real estate needs. Their motto, Proverbs 22, verse 6, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. So thank you, 
L&W Gulf Breeze Real Estate and Title Company. Our trivia question this morning, it's uh, 737 Central Standard Time. It's time for our trivia question. The winner, you're going to get a free devotional sent to you in the mail today. Three million people, they did this for the first time in 2020. Three million people did this for the first time in 2020. Normally, you're looking at about a million and a half people. But this time, it doubled. In 2020, people were spending a lot more time outdoors. There's a clue. The number 870-205-0600. You let us know what you think the answer is. Here's a new song. I think this one, was this one just released on Friday? Let me see here. Oh, let's look and see. Well, no, not this one. But it's Cody Carnes' Run to the Father. This morning, that's what we want to do. We want to run to the Father, don't we? All right, you let us know. Three million people did this last year for the first time. You could be the winner this morning of a free devotional. We're going to put it out in the mail to you if you can correctly answer this trivia question. Three million people did this for the first time last year. Oh, think about outdoor activities. What kind of outdoor activities did you participate in last year? I don't know. You let us know. This might even be something you get to see on TV. Text us and let us know. 870-205-0600. I'm trying to narrow it down for you just a little bit.
Well, the answer this morning for the trivia question about, let's see here, 3 million people did this last year for the first time. And the answer is go golfing. They went golfing for the first time last year. They've never been before. And they said, you know what? We're out here, uh, COVID-19 restrictions, and we can kind of social distance, and we can kind of do our thing out here on the golf course. And so that's what a lot of people did last year for the very first time ever. And so that's the answer this morning. I wish you'd have got it right. No, we didn't get anybody to get it right this time, but that's okay. Maybe tomorrow you can get it right tomorrow. Text us uh, this morning. Let us know that you're joining with us. Our daily Bible reading coming up from the book of Acts, Acts chapter number 1 today. Go ahead and get your copy of God's Word. Maybe you're looking at it digitally this morning, or maybe you've got a hard copy of God's Word. We're going to be in Acts chapter number 1 and our number 870-205-0600. We'd love to hear from you on this Monday morning. The book of Acts chapter number 1, as you're finding your place there, Lighthouse Baptist Church in Melwood invites you to their one-way cafe vacation Bible school. Tonight at 6 o'clock, and you can participate through Wednesday night. They'd love to have you come by, visit with them at Vacation Bible School. And so thank you, Nathan and Becky, for all of your hard work. Thank you for your support of uh, great ministries like Vacation Bible School. Here's Acts 1, our daily Bible reading. Acts of the Apostles, Chapter 1. The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up. After that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, Ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room, where abode both Peter and James, and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon Zealots, and Judas the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women, and Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. And in those days Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, The number of names together were about an hundred and twenty. Men and brethren, 
this scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us, and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity, and falling headlong he burst asunder in the midst, and all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as that field is called in their proper tongue, Alseldama, that is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another take. Wherefore of these men which have companied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John, unto that same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether of these two thou hast chosen, that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship, from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. And that's our daily Bible reading here on the Community Prayer Time Network. It's 747 Central Standard Time, and uh, we're here in about 15, 14 minutes or so. We've got our uh, Love Worth Finding program with Dr. Adrian Rogers coming up. Let me say thank you, Nature Coast Media, for their partnership with the Community Prayer Time Network. They help with the website services and making all of this content available to you 24 hours a day. You're listening to the listener-supported online Christian radio community prayer time network. Here's a brand new song. I believe this one was just released on Friday. It's from Micah Tyler. And uh, our theme this morning is walking free. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. guilty. Case closed. The end. No chance for me to ever leave this prison of my sin. Now I know it might sound crazy, but one day a key unlocked that cell. I heard a small voice say your debt's been paid by somebody else. And now I'm walking, walking, walking free. No more Nothing perfect I still stumble every single day I still get knocked down But the difference now Is that's not where I stay Cause I got a savior Who knows everywhere I've been And he's telling me
lift up a hand Cause there is a Savior Who knows everywhere you've been And He's telling you that you'll never Well, you know, I can't help but just think about it. Oh, I come across that song Friday. It just been released on Friday. And uh, think about Brian this morning. Did you hear about the good news? Did you hear about Brian celebrating one year of sobriety, alcohol free? He's walked away free. The sun has made him free. Well, our good news on this Monday morning from Acts 1 8, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. That's our good news on this Monday morning from Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Looking at your weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas Delta, 30% chance of rain today, and uh, mainly in the mid-morning hours. Then this afternoon, partly sunny with a high around 87 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low in the low 70s. Aren't you glad Jesus is moving? Is he moving in your life? Let us know something that you're free from today. 870-205-0600. Oh, you listen to this. Turn it up on this Monday morning. Adrian Rogers in eight minutes.
don't you love it this morning? Isn't it good? Jesus is moving. He's moving in this place. Kind of reminds me of our devotional from this morning. You know, whenever uh, I was talking about the cobbler, the man that worked on shoes and boots and all that stuff, he was uh, walking by. I guess that's what that is. I don't know. I probably need to check it out. Check out what the internet says this morning. Anyway, he'd walk by the shop. He'd leave the door open. And people would say, what in the world are you leaving the door open on the coldest day of the year? He said, well, if Jesus was walking by, I just want him to know that he's welcome in this place. Is that the truth in your life today? Can you say that he is welcome in every area of your life? Well, let me remind you, uh, if I don't do it now, I'll forget. Alexa app or the Alexa device in your home, if you've got an Alexa won't you tell her, say, hey, Alexa, play live 365. And when she says, okay, what station do you want to listen to? Tell her. Say, I want to listen to the Community Prayer Time Network. And we are your listener-supported online Christian radio, and we're available on Alexa. That's how we listen in our house on, uh, you know, when we're not here in the studio. We're listening to the Community Prayer Time Network driving down the highway. We hook up the Bluetooth from our phones and listen on Live 365. We can listen driving down the highway. And uh, also, when I'm working in the office, we're using our desktop browser at fbclambrook.com. And when we're at home, we're using our Alexa device. Here's Jessica Ratliff all the way from Greenville, Florida. Walk away free. And Jessica Ratliff, and I think this may be Life Song. Yeah. Yeah, this is Bryant Thigpen, Ethan Brooks. Jessica Ratliff, all great friends of mine. You pray for them, pray for their local churches. Here's Walk Away Free. Adrian Rogers in four minutes right after this. Well, you know what? I think that may just be the soundtrack. I bet it is. <laughs> Let's see if we can find it. Sounds good though, doesn't it? Yeah, here's the real one. You ready? This is the one you can sing along to. Here it is. Yeah, this is it. You enjoy it this morning. Aren't you having a good Monday morning? Text us this morning. Let us know how we can pray for you. 870-205-0600.
The feet that walk the clouds Took my nails in them that day And those scars that I should wear now They're his because of grace When Satan says I'm still enslaved When Jesus takes me back to where he paid the price for me. every Christian have the power of the Holy Spirit? Listen closely to Adrian Rogers. When the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, God poured out His Holy Spirit to the infant church. And we don't need to pray, Holy Spirit, come. The Holy Spirit has come. We need to quit asking God to do what He's already done. It'd be like asking Jesus to die for our sins. The Holy Spirit has come, and God has poured out incredible dynamic power. But let me ask you a question. Is every Christian spirit-filled? Does every Christian have the power of the Holy Spirit? No. Why? Because they have not appropriated that which is already absolute. You see, it is there, but it must be appropriated. Welcome to Love Worth Finding, featuring the dynamic insights and lessons of Adrian Rogers. When a believer is born again, that believer was born to win. Pastor Rogers said, we don't pray for victory, we have the victory. We stand in victory. But we're still in a spiritual battle, in a fight to the finish, right? We must learn how to come against the enemy and use our kingdom authority in the warfare of prayer. If you have your Bible, turn to Luke chapter 10. We'll begin in verse 17 as Adrian Rogers delivers the powerful conclusion of the warfare of prayer. Now let's see what God says here in Luke chapter 10 and verse 17. Now let me preface this by saying that Jesus commissioned 70 to go out and preach. He gave them authority 
And when they came back with great joy, here's what they said. And the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Did you get it? Listen to it. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils, that literally means the demons, are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, the word power is used twice in the King James Scriptures, but in the Greek, there are two different words for power. The first word means authority, and it may be translated, Behold, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. The three things today I want to put on your heart as we talk about our spiritual warfare over Satan, and uh, that warfare, by the way, is prayer. But first of all, kingdom authority has been sovereignly established. Now, what do we mean by authority? Well, Webster says authority is the power or the right to command, to act, to enforce obedience, or to make final decisions. And then he says, this power as delegated to another, authorization as he has my authority to do it. Now, that's what the, the 70 understood. Lord, the demons are subject to us through thy name. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. You see, our authority comes from him. It has been sovereignly established. I told you last week how Adam and Eve were created, placed in the Garden of Eden, and given dominion. Given dominion over all of the earth. Let them have dominion over the works of my hands, God said. But Adam and Eve sinned. They yielded their dominion to Satan. They lost the crown. They became slaves of Satan. And all of the children of Adam and Eve are sons and daughters of slaves and slaves themselves. Adam lost his dominion. The Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus, the second Adam, the last Adam, came to this earth as a man, took flesh and blood, and brought back Adam's lost estate. This dominion was legally lost. It must be righteously regained. God owes the devil nothing, but God will be true to his own legality, his own sense of righteousness and justice and truth. And so God did not just simply snatch that authority back from Satan, kill the devil and give it to Adam. It was lost by man, and it was regained by man. It was lost by the first Adam. It was regained by the second Adam, the Lord Jesus. And so the Bible says, In Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. That dominion has been bought back. Now here's the second thing. This authority that has been sovereignly established, this same authority must be strongly enforced. Now you say, now wait a minute, Adrian. If it has been so sovereignly established, why does it need to be strongly enforced? Because Satan is an imposter. 
And he does not give up anybody or anything without a fight. And his fight is deception. He always tries to pull the veil of darkness over his nefarious kingdom. He does not want you to understand what has happened to him. Many people don't realize this. Uh, many people think that uh, Satan still has power. He only has power to those who allow him to have that power. Well, you say, Pastor, I don't understand. If he's been defeated, why then must I enforce my authority over him? Because you must appropriate what God has already done. We do this in many areas. For example, Jesus died for everybody. 1 John chapter 2 says this of the Lord Jesus. It says, He is the propitiation for our sin. Now that's a big double-jointed word, but it literally means He's the satisfaction for our sin. He is the propitiation for our sins. And then John says, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. When Jesus died, He died for the world. But is all the world saved? No. Why? Because what is absolute, His death, must be appropriated by faith, right? The fact that Jesus died for you and paid your sin debt will do you no good unless you believe on Him. He that believeth on Him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. You no longer need to go to hell because of your lying or stealing or pride or envy or lust. That has been paid for. But you must appropriate what has been paid for. Got it? So it was absolute, but it must be appropriated. Let's think about spiritual power. When the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, God poured out His Holy Spirit to the infant church, and we don't need to pray for another Pentecost. We don't need to pray, Holy Spirit, come. The Holy Spirit has come. We need to quit asking God to do what He's already done. It'd be like asking Jesus to die for our sins. The Holy Spirit has come, and God has poured out incredible dynamic power. But let me ask you a question. Is every Christian Spirit-filled? Does every Christian have the power of the Holy Spirit? No. Why? because they have not appropriated that which is already absolute. You see, it is there, but it must be appropriated. Now let's talk about your dominion over Satan. Has Satan's back been broken? Yes. Has his kingdom been ruined? Yes. Do you have authority? Yes. But you must appropriate and enforce that authority. Satan is not going to give up these who are in his dark kingdom. You see, Satan is holding people captive. Turn back, if you will, with me for just a moment to Luke chapter 4. I want to show you the condition of these who are captives of Satan. This is uh, an amazing passage of Scripture here. Luke chapter 4, the Lord Jesus is at his hometown in Nazareth. It's time for the sermon, and Jesus steps up to give the sermon now. And he takes for text Isaiah chapter 61. And this is what Jesus says, because the Old Testament prophesied the Lord Jesus. I'll read verse 17 first. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. These are those who are bankrupt, the poor. Now he's not talking only about those who are financially poor. It includes that, but he's talking here spiritually. Now, you may be a multimillionaire today, but without Jesus, you're bankrupt. You may go home today in a fine automobile, but without Jesus, you're a pauper. And you need the Lord. So put down the word, He came 
for the bankrupt. But now notice also, He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Oh, listen, Jesus came to those who are filled with sorrow. Your neighbor, those people that you work with, they are brokenhearted. The Bible says, man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. And without Jesus, it's only going to get worse. What do they have to look forward to? One by one, their loved ones will be taken from them. One by one, they'll go down into the grave. Uh, day by day, their body will get weaker and sicker. And all they have to look forward to is a hole in the ground, and there's no rhyme, no reason, no sense to anything. Jesus came to those people, the bankrupt, the brokenhearted. And then look, to preach deliverance to the captives, the bound. These are people who have been taken captive by Satan. Satan has moved in and made this world a vast concentration camp. And they're Satan's captives. They may not even realize it, but they are bound by Satan. And the Bible says the whole world lieth in the bosom of the wicked one. Just like a child asleep in its mother's arms, this world is listening to the lullaby of hell as demons sing that anthem. And we wonder, why don't they wake up? They've been chloroformed by the spirit of this age, and they've been taken captive. And the recovering of the sight to the blind. Put down the word blind. These are people who cannot see. The 2 Corinthians 4, 4 says, The God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not. It's not that you don't have 20-20 sight. You can't see spiritual things. Never argue with a man for not understanding the Bible. Nobody has ever argued into the kingdom of heaven. When he says, I just don't see it, he's not lying, he doesn't see it. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see. Listen, they are blind. Satan is cruel. He takes joy in your suffering and in your pain. Why does he do that? Why is Satan the bruiser? Satan knows that he cannot get at God. Satan's war is with God. But Satan knows if he can hurt someone that God loves, he's hurt God anyway. And so therefore, you have become a pawn in this war. Now just look at this litany of problems. Those who are bankrupt, those who are brokenhearted, those who are bound, those who are blind, those who are bruised. These are the ones who are in Satan's dark kingdom. Now what is our responsibility? Why did Jesus come? This verse says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon him because God sent him to do this. Now what did Jesus say to us? Listen to me. Jesus said, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. These who are bankrupt, these who are brokenhearted, these who are bound, these who are blind, these who are bruised, God has sent us to the rescue. It is our job in the authority that has been given to us to set the captives free. That's the reason we have this great commission. It deals with authority. As my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. Our warfare is not with flesh and blood. We need to understand that our warfare is with Satan. Do you understand that? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places. When Simon Peter rebuked the Lord Jesus and said to the Lord Jesus concerning the cross, No, Lord, be it far from you. You'll not die on that cross. Jesus Christ said to Simon Peter, 
get thee behind me, Satan, for thou art an offense unto me. Now, was Jesus calling Simon Peter Satan? Of course not. Jesus knew better than that. But Jesus looked beyond the Simon Peter and saw where the battle was. Now, you know what the devil loves to do? The devil loves to get us fighting with flesh and blood. Now, listen, our problem is not in Hollywood nor in the White House. We're at war with Satan. Our warfare is not with some politician. Our warfare is with Satan himself. We are not wrestling with flesh and blood. And the reason that we're losing the fight is we're not showing up for it. And Jesus said, Behold, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. Now, it must be strongly enforced. It is sovereignly established, but it must be strongly enforced. You have to take the power of attorney and move in. There was a woman in Missouri, I believe. I read about her. She had allowed a man who was not her husband to come into her apartment and live there. She thought it'd be a good arrangement. But after a while, she realized that she'd made a tragic mistake. And she told that man, you're going to have to leave. He said, I'm not leaving. She said, please leave. He said, I'm not going to leave. She said, I don't want you anymore. He said, I'm not going to go. You invited me here, I'm going to stay. She didn't know what to do. She went to a court and got an injunction against him and brought it there and said, you see this? You've got to go. I've got authority now, and you've got to go. And he moved out. Now, Satan is that same way. You can say, Satan, won't you leave me alone? Please leave me alone. Don't bother me anymore. What you need to do, my friend, is take the authority of heaven and say, Satan, in the name of Jesus, I resist you. I rebuke you. You have no right here. You're trespassing on my father's property. And in the name of Jesus, be gone. You say, well, you're talking to the devil. Isn't that like praying to the devil? And I pray to a cat when you say scat. <laughs> I'm telling you, my friend, Jesus said, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. It has been sovereignly established. It must be strongly enforced. Now, here's the third and final thing. This authority that our Lord has given us to set the captives free must be strategically exercised. Now, Pastor, what do you mean that it must be strategically exercised? Well, number one, the person who does it must be right. Don't you sally forth against Satan if there's any unconfessed sin in your life or spirit of rebellion. You will never be over until you learn to be under. Only when you're under authority can you live with authority. You're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble if you fight, try to fight spiritual battles with a dirty, wicked heart or rebellious spirit, there must be the right person. Number two, and this is very important, there must be the right position. Now, you must understand where you are as a Christian and you speak from that position. Because what is our position? Ephesians 2 verse 6 says that God has raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, in the heavenlies. And folks, listen. When Jesus died, we died with Him. His death had our name on it. 
When Jesus arose, we rose with Him. When Jesus ascended, we ascended with Him. When Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, we are in Him, He is in us. We are sitting together with Jesus in the heavenlies. You say, I thought it was here in Bellevue Baptist Church. Physically you are, but spiritually you're seated with Christ. Now listen, you know our problem many times? We're praying in the wrong direction. We are praying from earth to heaven. We need to start praying from heaven to earth. Are you listening? I mean from our position in the Lord Jesus Christ. From heaven to earth we are seated with the Lord Jesus. And now we need to turn our prayers downward because these things are beneath our feet. And Jesus said, whatever you will bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now it doesn't mean that God seconds the motion. It means in the Greek language, whatever you bind on earth shall have already been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall have already been loosed in heaven. It is done, and now we need to exercise kingdom authority. The right person, the right position, and the right power. Where is the power? The power is in Calvary. The Bible speaks of Satan in Revelation chapter 12. And it says concerning Satan, And they, the saints, overcame him by the blood of Christ, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Where is the power? The power is in Calvary. The power is in the blood. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. You, with the authority that has been given to you, can take the blood of Jesus Christ and overcome Satan every time. The word of the testimony. What does that mean? What is the word of your testimony? The word of your testimony is the word of God actualized in your life. That's the word of your testimony. What God has done for you. Do you have a testimony? Do you believe the Bible? By the word of your testimony. Give the devil your testimony. Say, I belong to Jesus Christ. My certificate of debt is paid in full. Your back is broken. God has given me authority over you, and I don't have to take it. That's my testimony, Satan. Don't you let the devil intimidate you anymore. They love not their lives unto the death. What that verse literally means is, I'll serve Jesus if I die for doing it. Doesn't mean I'll keep loving him till I die. It means I'll serve him if I get killed for doing it. That's what it means. Oh, my friend, Jesus said, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. If you've never given your heart to Jesus and you'd like to be saved, I'm telling you right now today that God will save you by his grace and for his glory. And not only will he save you, but he will empower you and keep you saved day by day. And the same Jesus that has saved me is the one who will save you. I want you to pray this prayer if you want to be saved. You say, well, Pastor, if a person can be saved and know it, I want to know it. All right, then pray this prayer. Dear God, that's right, just talk to him. I know that you love me. And I know that you want to save me. Jesus, you died to save me. 
and you promised to save me if I would trust you. I do trust you. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you paid for my sin with your blood on the cross. I believe that God raised you from the dead. And now by faith like a child, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life, forgive my sin, save me, Lord Jesus. Save me, Lord Jesus. Pray it and mean it. Save me, Lord Jesus. Did you ask him? Then pray this way. Thank you for saving me. I believe that you have. And now, Lord Jesus, help me never to be ashamed of you. Give me the courage to obey you and make it public. In your name I pray. Amen. And if you prayed to receive Jesus Christ just now, God bless you. We would love to celebrate with you and invite you to our Discover Jesus page. There at the website, you'll find answers you may need about your newfound faith. We have a response section. You can share your testimony or tell us how this message or others have made a difference in your life. Let us hear from you today. Go to lwf.org radio and click the tab that says Discover Jesus. Welcome to God's Forever Family. We can't wait to hear from you today. Now, if you'd like to order a copy of today's message, request one by the title, The Warfare of Prayer, when you call 1-877-LOVE-GOD. This message is also part of the insightful series, The Incredible Power of Kingdom Authority. For that complete collection, all nine powerful messages, call 1-877-LOVE-GOD or go online to lwf.org radio. Or write us at Love Worth Finding, Box 38600, Memphis, Tennessee, 38183. Are you longing to pray with Kingdom Authority? Understand the necessity of your clean heart and begin praying from your victory in heaven. Remember this wisdom from Adrian Rogers, stop praying from earth to heaven and start praying from heaven to earth. Thanks so much for studying in God's Word with us today, and tune in next time for more timeless truth from Adrian Rogers, right here on Love Worth Finding. A listener reached out to us not long ago and said this, Dr. Rogers' sermons have touched my life and many other lives as well. I thank God for continuing to use this ministry. I need all the help, instruction, and encouragement I can get. You know what? At Love Worth Finding, it's our greatest honor to share these timeless lessons and resources from Adrian Rogers. That's why when you donate to the ministry right now, we want to send you the book, The Incredible Power of Kingdom Authority. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead 2,000 years ago is available to every believer every day. But what exactly is it? What is Kingdom Authority? What is its source? Request a copy of the book when you call with a gift at 1-877-LOVE-GOD. Or you can give online at lwf.org radio. And again, thanks for your generous support of love worth finding. And we'd like to say thank you to LNW Gulf Breeze Real Estate and Title Company located in Perry, Florida at 117 West Main Street, supporting the Community Prayer Time Network. They're prepared to meet all of your residential and commercial real estate needs and title work, all of your vacation rentals, long, short-term, and vacation rentals, property management, everything you need, contact them today. Their website, gulfbreezerealestate.net. 
and their phone number, 850-584-5101. Hey, don't forget to download the enabled device on your Alexa device. The Alexa will allow you to play Live 365, and you can listen to the Community Prayer Time Network right there from your home or from your work. We'd love to have you join with us every day, no matter where you are, using your mobile device to travel, and you can listen through Bluetooth on the speakers in your vehicle or around the house with Alexa. I sought the Lord And He answered me And delivered me From every fear Those who look on Him Are radiant never be ashamed, don't never be ashamed, this Lord and
Oh, Lord, we thank you today. Father, we thank you that we can be free. Surely goodness and mercy. When I sought the Lord, you answered me. Thank you, Lord, for that glorious truth today. Lord, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you care for us. Lord, thank you. Thank you today. And you know what, folks, we can say? We can say it is well. We can say it is well with our soul because we've called upon the name of the Lord. Don't forget our good news for today, Acts 1.8. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Acts 1, verse number 8. Our weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas Delta, about a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms in the mid-morning hours. High today in the 80s. Tonight, partly cloudy lows in the 70s. You're listening to the Community Prayer Time Network, your listener-supported online Christian radio station. We'd love for you to let us know you're listening today. 870-205-0600, our 24-hour text line.
today that you can say it is well with your soul on this Monday morning. Thank you for joining with us here on the Community Prayer Time Network. It's 840 Central Standard Time. We want to say thank you to Pop Pop's Bait and Tackle located in Poplar Grove right off of Highway 49. And Brian has everything that you need for your next fishing trip, all of your tackle supplies, He's got ice, snacks, drinks, coolers, uh, batteries, I mean, everything that you need. Make sure you stop by and see Brian today. And we're celebrating with Brian. Brian is celebrating one year of being alcohol-free. Thank you, Lord, that he can say not only is it well with his soul, but he's free. He is free indeed. Thank you, Lord, for that wonderful, wonderful opportunity to celebrate with Brian on this Monday. Hey, it's time to transition to the regular programming. Take a moment of silence and pray, would you? Would you pray right now and just pray for the programming for today? We're going to have at 9 o'clock, Everyday Truth with Pastor Kurt Skelly. And then at 10 o'clock, a daily devotional from Pastor Jeremy Morton. Pastor Jeremy Morton will be preaching from the pulpit of First Baptist Church of Woodstock at 11 o'clock. 12 o'clock, Dr. Bill Jenkins with His Grace Ministry. And then 12.30, Evangelism with Johnny Hunt. 1 o'clock, Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. 2 o'clock, you'll hear from the pulpit of First Baptist Church of Lambrook. At 3 o'clock, Dr. Paul Chapel Daily in the Word. 4 o'clock, Janet Mefford today. And uh, she's got a great program lined up for you today. Can't wait for you to listen to that. 5 o'clock, The Unshackled Program. 6 o'clock from his heart ministry at 6 o'clock in the afternoon and 6 o'clock in the morning. And then 7 o'clock again, Everyday Truth. Uh, nope, Daily in the Word at 7 o'clock. 8 o'clock, Love Worth Finding. And 9 o'clock, our Spanish program with Dr. Adrian Rogers. A lot going on here at the Community Prayer Time Network. Lives are being changed. So take a moment of silence, about 8 seconds, and let's pray as we transition to the programming for today. <laughs> 